will do well. Reserve some for the foundlings. As it should always be. The foundlings are the future. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Welcome to the Tangent Podcast. This week, 2-11 speaks on Aaron Rodgers hosting a title game, Lamar throwing the season away, and the Nets' new star player. Please get at the show at the Tangent Podcast on Facebook and Apple Podcasts. It's your boy with a 5-star rating like he's Kenny Omega. Let's get it. Yo, what's good everybody? It's your boy Mitch. Thank you for listening to the Tangent Podcast. Please get at the show. The Tangent Podcast group on Facebook, The Real Tangent on Twitter, and if you like looking at pictures, The Real Tangent on Instagram. Now, there's a whole bunch of shit going on. I'm going to get into the football first because it's Sunday morning and I'm like looking at what happened last night and I have to talk about that first. I have to. We'll get into Harden. We'll get into the Hawks. We'll even get into a little bit of Francisco Lindor and the Mets and how I'm kind of worried for my brains. But, let's start in Lambeau. Um, Aaron Rodgers is really good at football. Period. The Packers beat the hell out of the Rams. The The score is not going to tell you the whole story. Aaron Rodgers was in complete control that whole game. He was manipulating uh, Jalen Ramsey crazy. And, and some of the passes that he was making, you could tell it was pre-snap manipulation you can tell i mean these people are wide open like um the first one the first uh packer touchdown when he runs Devonte adams in the motion twice it, it was it was madden shit it was just madden shit and then jalen ramsey jumping up and down like he crazy no dog look you, you're right your boy on the secondary he should he should have slid over and covered that but that's what they were trying to do they were trying to target the Rams' best defensive players, and they did that very, very well. And once they got up, that 10-3 lead, I didn't think that the Rams could win. And now there are going to be more questions about Jared Goff. There are going to be a lot of questions about quarterbacks <laughs> going forward. We're going to get into that with Lamar because, wow, 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 wow. Um, But the Packers were supposed to win, and they did. Sean McVay, he had he had a few tricks and little trinkets and bobbles with his offense, but it was Jerry Goff. He's just coming off a thumb injury. There wasn't much that he could really do. And when Aaron Rodgers is on fire like that, and his play action, can, can, I, can I talk about Aaron Rodgers' play action real quick? There are certain people that just have it. Like Peyton Manning's play action was ridiculous. It's so believable. But Aaron Rodgers' play action on that uh, on that um, touchdown pass to Lazard, oh man, that is textbook shit. And he was butt naked. And I'm looking at it. You know how you know how you know it was uh, a good play action because the safety is all the way damn near down in the box by the time it's over. If that safety bites, that means it's amazing play action. That safety bit, and that's what I said. That's why I said to Vincent, I'm like, yo, where is the safety? And then I looked at the replay, I'm like, oh, look at that play action. It's disgusting. So, 
Packers are going to the NFC Championship game. We don't know who against yet. We're going to get into that. But boy, I hope it's the Saints. I really do. I don't think it's going to be the Saints. But I hope it's the Saints. And good for Aaron Rodgers finally having a damn home game, championship game in Lambeau. You know what I'm saying? That's that's, that's great. That's awesome. Because he never gets that. Let's get into this other game, though. The Buffalo Bills beating the Ravens. Um, and I don't know how to put this delicately. Lamar Jackson fucked up the game. That's it. Whenever you throw a 100-yard pick to the house, it's your fault. It is your fault. It was a back and forth game. There's a whole bunch of things that were happening that just doesn't happen. Justin Tucker, uncharacteristically, was just missing field goals. He hit one post and he hit the other post. And they needed those points at the end because they could have had better decisions to make. Ravens were in third and long all night long, third and 18, third and 16. They were just... Behind the sticks the whole damn game, it seemed like. The Bills got good pressure. Shout out to the Bills defense. They got to get their props. They played a damn good game. What the Ravens should have did was keep running. Because if you look at the highlights, you're going to see big chunks. Big chunks from uh, um, Edwards. Big chunks from Dobbins. You're going to see these big chunks. And Lamar kept on getting the, thir- the, getting the first down on them third and longs. Third and 18, long pass. Third and 18, or third and 14, long run. He just kept on doing it. Now, Josh Allen was missing a lot of passes last night. He was not his sharpest. But luckily, he has Stephon Diggs. And we need to start having a conversation about these two wide receivers. The one in uh, Green Bay and the one in Buffalo. Because Devontae Adams is nice as hell. And Stephon Diggs is nice as hell. And we need to start thinking about, when we're talking about receivers, who is up there. Because Hopkins is up there. Metcalf is up there. Julio Jones, you might sleep on him. He's up there. But we need to start talking about these two individuals as well. We have to. Devontae Adams is nice. And yes, he has a, a, I mean, he's not the GOAT. But he has high, high level quarterback play. Josh Allen, don't look. He has his moments, but that's high-level quarterback play, man. So we need to start thinking about these things. Metcalf, high quarterback-level play. Julio Jones, hell, he has an MVP. So I'm just glad that um, the Packers are in the championship game and the Bills because the Bills haven't been there in a long time. We're talking about Keith, Pete Metzlars and... um. Yeah, we're yeah, we're, long time, long time. <laughs> and, and shout out, shout out to shout out to my boy Adrian, man, because um, he said one thing about Josh Allen last night that stuck with me, and I don't know why, but he's like, "Yo, Josh Allen, dramatic as hell." I was like, "Damn, he is though." I didn't even think about it, but he drew that rough in the passer, and he flopped like LeBron. I swear to God, like yo. <laughs> He got that off. And they ended up winning the game. But the pick six. 
you're driving down, you're driving down, you're about to make it a game for real, for real, and you throw a pick six, Buddy caught it in the end zone, went to the house with it, that that kills everything, if you had any kind of momentum, because it was a good drive, if you have any momentum, anything popping, that shit died right there, and you know what I'm saying? At least you think Lamar Jackson, since he's one of the fastest dudes in the damn league, he going to make a tackle. He didn't make the tackle. So, hey, props to the Buffalo Bills, man. <laughs> when when the season started, I thought the Bills had a chance because New England didn't have Brady. Uh, the Dolphins, I thought they were going to start Tua, but they went with Fitzmagic. But it didn't seem, it didn't seem like it was going to be bad for the Bills at all. It was the Bills division to lose. They won it. The Stefan Diggs thing changed everything, like I said. And their defense is solid as hell. They just held them boys to three points. Oh, you know what though? Let's give a shout out to this kid Huntley that came in. Oh, I didn't even talk about that. Yo, Lamar Jackson got hurt at the end of um the third quarter. It was right after the pick six, and uh, they snapped it over his head. He tried to recover it in the end zone and got hurt. Man, look. Lamar, you, you, and they showed him walking up the tunnel. He was just frustrated. He was mad as fuck because he just, he, just he just threw away the game. And the criticism that he's been getting is just going to continue because last week he got, a little bit up. he got a little bit of it off his back. Yeah, he got the playoff win. Okay, he had two years. He didn't get a playoff win. Now he got the playoff win. Now you have a playoff game where you threw the game away. And now people are going to be on watch tomorrow. You watch all your first takes, all your first things first. You watch how they lambaste Lamar. And it's not his fault. It's not his fault. The Bills are really good. They're really good. But the backup came in. And he looked like a little, I mean, I'm dead, I'm dead ass serious. He looked like Lamar Light. Diet Lamar. And he looked pretty decent. He missed, a, he missed, a, he left a lot on the bone. I'm not going to trip. There were so many open. Whew, there was one that was a definite touchdown that he overthrew. Uh, a couple little screens that he missed. But for the most part, dog, they looked, he looked solid. So they need to go ahead and trade him. Get something for him right now. It might actually work out for the Ravens that way. Because he got a showcase that he wasn't even expecting. And he came in. He showed up and showed out. They didn't, they didn't do anything with it. They lost. But, yo, that kid Huntley out of Utah. Look, watch him. Watch that guy. All right. Take a little break. And then we're going to start breaking down the NBA. <laughs> this Harden trade that he finally forced. He already said, the Rockets said it's going to be uncomfortable. Oh, it's uncomfortable. Believe that. It's not uncomfortable anymore, though. Because we just saw what James Harden can do with Kevin Durant. And God damn, bro. <laughs> They're a problem. This is the Tangent Podcast. Curriculum.
without Kyrie. Kyrie could be in the fold and just causing distractions like he did in Boston. It, does, it doesn't fuck, dude, it doesn't fucking matter. Unless Durant gets hurt, they're winning the East. Period. Period, period, period. And now that Harden is with Durant, I promise you, Harden's in the lab getting that body right. Getting in shape. Promise you. Promise you. Because he don't want to get cooked in practice every day. And he's going to get cooked. Go back. Look look at uh, Kyrie and Durant at, at the, uh, at the um, Olympics. Practicing and shit. Going against each other and shit. Iron sharpens iron, dog. When you look at that shit right there, you already know that Harden's about to get right. And now Harden's in the East? Man, Stop. Durant's in the East? Man, stop. This shit is over already. You think the Bucks are going to beat him? You think Joel Embiid is going to beat him? It's not popping. Ever. Ben Simmons is cool. He can't shoot. The fuck? It's over already. As soon as that trade happened, it was over. The East belongs to Brooklyn. And as a Hawks fan, I hate saying that shit. The East belongs to Brooklyn. There's no way in fuck. And the Hawks already beat them. The Hawks should have beat them twice already. You know what? I'm done. I don't even want to talk no more. Um, I'll talk about Francisco. Yo, I will talk about it very, 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 very quickly. Francisco Lindor going to the Mets is a thing. Okay, they might win the division just off the strength of that. You saw what Mookie Betts did for the Bron- uh for the Broncos. Jesus Christ. I don't know where that came from. For the Dodgers. You saw what Mookie Betts did for the Dodgers. And whew, kind of impactful. But the Braves had the Dodgers 3-1. And about to go to the World Series. And blew that bitch. In typical ATL sports fashion. So, this whole Francisco Lindor thing to the Mets, it might be a it might be a problem. It might be a problem. They got Marcus Stroman too. They they have a lot of people. The but the let's let's keep it a buck, okay? The Mets aren't good. They're just not. The Jets and the Mets. I mean, I'm I'm just saying it just goes together. They're good now. They're going to be good. Because Jake DeGrom, whew, he is that thing. He is he is probably the top. He's top two. As far as the league right now, he's top two. He's better than Kershaw, dog. So the Mets are going to be a problem. And adding Francisco Lindor for one year, because it's just like Mookie. Look, I might stay, I might not. They need to lock Francisco Lindor up. For as long as they possibly can. And it's not going to be a Cespedes thing. Where Cespedes really doesn't give a fuck. He just wants to collect the money. And show out and be in NY. And you know. It's not going to be like that. Francisco Lindor is about the baseball. That's a good move. Very good move. And I, and I respect that shit. Ever since the Mets beca- uh, came under uh, new management. It's like okay. You're actually competent. 
You're actually a problem. But you're not a problem for the Braves because the Braves are nice as fuck. say this right now because I knew this was going to happen. I knew. I really, really wanted Drew Brees to win. I'd said it. I said it earlier in, in the show this morning. I'm like, yo, I want Drew Brees to win, but I think I know what's going to happen. And it did. Tom Brady and the Bucks are going to the NFC Championship game to Lambeau. Wow. Uh, there was a Leonard Fournette sighting, by the way. Craziness, craziness, craziness. Drew Brees didn't even have 200 yards passing. Three picks. Very on Drew Brees-like. Now, a couple, two of them were his fault. One of them was a tip up in the air, and then, but that was at the end of the game when it didn't even matter anymore. They were already down 10. I can't believe it. The, the Saints just... Keep losing like that, bro. It's crazy. And now, I don't even care about the game right now. I want to talk about Drew Brees. Drew Brees is probably one of the best quarterbacks I've seen. I, I compare him to Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson never won a title, obviously. But I remember seeing you from the first snap in college all the way through your career. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about I've seen I've seen your career. All of it. From Purdue and Vinny Sutherland to right now and Michael Thomas. I've seen most of your passes. You know what I mean? So it's just bittersweet. Because I knew I had that feeling. And Tom Brady was cooking. Let's not get let's not get it fucked up. Tom Brady made the passes he needed to make. His stats weren't off the charts or anything. I mean, he didn't have 200 yards either. If you look at the stats, it looks like a defensive game. It was. But what killed the game is that Jared Cook fumble. Oh, my goodness. That's Those are things that killed the game. Like Lamar, this Jared Cook thing killed the game. Killed all the momentum. And turnovers are the biggest stat in football. You have a turnover like that, though. It had a little bit more gravity to it. Saints couldn't recover. Saints were winning most of the game. But once the Bucks got the lead, they went on that little 17-0 run. It's over. It's over. And you can't give the GOAT that kind of momentum. Period. This is, I mean, that's it. This is Tom fucking Brady, man. <laughs> that's why he's called Tom fucking Brady. He's the GOAT. So, gotta give them their props. Shout out to the Bucks. Everyone said the Bucks were overrated. Everyone said they were gonna lose to Washington. Everyone's no, no, dog. This is Tom fucking Brady. And the thing is, he was force feeding Gronk. He wanted Gronk to eat during, during that Saints game. He wanted him to eat, and for whatever reason, they weren't clicking. Next week in Lambeau. Watch how he gets fed. I'm saying that shit right now. 
I'll say my prediction until after I talk about the Chiefs game. But, oof. They're good. And Tom Brady does not miss out on opportunities. That little pass, that little slant to um, Mike Evans for the first touchdown, dude, that was written already. He wasn't going to miss that pass. And Mike Evans, all he did was body, dude. He just bodied him, caught it, said, yeah, fuck your couch, laid on him for a second. Crazy. They're going to be good. They're going to be good against the Packers. Don't don't get that fucked up. I think I'm leaning towards the Packers, but I'm still thinking. I'm processing right now. Anyway, to get into the Chiefs game, whew, there are good things and bad things about the Chiefs. The good thing is they have the best receiver in the AFC in Travis Kelsey. Okay? Stephon Diggs is nice. Stephon Diggs is everything, right? Travis Kelsey is the best receiver in the AFC. For me. Diggs is the shit. Travis Kelsey does not miss. Whenever you need them 15 yards, them 12 yards, he's right there for you. And Mahomes uses him as that security blanket. If Matt Ryan had a security blanket like that, whew. Like Vic had Algie Crumpler. You know what I'm saying? It's like you, you need that security blanket. It's like, okay, everything breaking down. I could look at Buddy. We could have some kind of mental telepathy shit happen, and then you're open. That's what they have. Now, the Browns were game. All right? They just couldn't capitalize on their shit. It was just like the Ravens. Third and long. Third and long. And then once they're once they're pinning their ears back and going at Baker, I mean what what what, what I mean what? Baker's not used to that. Baker, he he's used to Pittsburgh. That's inner division. Arrowhead's a whole nother level right now. You go into Arrowhead, it's it's different. They got fans, they got a bomb ass team, bomb ass coaching. You gotta be ready. It's like going into Tuscaloosa, dog. You gotta be ready, and if you're not ready, ready, you're not gonna win. But the Browns were game, not even tripping. They could have won that game. And the thing is, when Patrick Mahomes goes out with that concussion, and Chad Henney has to come in, I was like, yo, because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna trip. I'm not even gonna front. I I thought the Chiefs were gonna win. But I wanted the Browns to win. It's just like I wanted the Breeze to win. But I knew Brady was going to win. I just knew. And once you're down by like two touchdowns to the Chiefs, on the road, it's really hard to come back, Brody. Really hard. Especially against coaching like that. That's actual coaching. You see teams without coaching, and you can tell off a rip. Chiefs are good, man. But you know what? <laughs> when Chad Henney come into the game, and he's not going do, going bonkers or going crazy, doing anything spectacular, he's doing enough. And that one run, I mean, because he, he threw a horrible pick. He threw a Justin Fields-like pick. 
It, it was it was bad because they got a um they got some kind of penalty pushed him back and then Chad Henney threw a wild interception like wow you're not a professional but then later on like to seal the game he he makes this hard nosed ass run about 13 yards and they came up short it's like fourth and inches right after that they run a little a little um square route to the outside is over and Chad Henney executed that's what you need out of your backup if your backup would do that, you're good. Just like the Ravens backup, he's gonna be good. He needs to be serviceable. If you're serviceable, please come in and do the job. Chad Henney did that job. Now, with Patrick Mahomes on protocol, people are trying to tell me that he's not playing. There's no way in fuck he's not playing the AFC Championship game. There's no fucking way. Are you serious right now? Patrick Mahomes is not going to play this game to get to the Super Bowl and try to go back-to-back? Stop, y'all. Stop. You think these rules are actually rules? They're not rules, dog. (laughs) He's going to play the fucking game. There's no way Patrick Mahomes is missing that game. And if he does, and the Bills go to the damn belt, wow, that'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. So, when you when you think about these two games coming up right now, one in Lambeau, one in Arrowhead, you've got to look at this as Packers Chiefs, like old school Hank Stram shit, right? You have to, right? Because if Mahomes is playing, Mahomes is winning. Mahomes is the best quarterback in the world right now. You look at some of these passes he's throwing. He doesn't even have to set his feet. He could be on one foot. He could throw with his left hand. He, could, I mean, He's crazy. He's he's crazy. That's why I made the correlation. Durant and Mahomes, they're the same damn motherfucker in a sport. They are gods in a sport. Because no one's fucking Durant. No one's fucking with Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers is going to win that MVP. Fine. Because Aaron Rodgers, he can make every pass too. I ain't tripping. But Mahomes adds something different. And let's keep it a buck. Aaron Rodgers has never had a coach as good as Andy Reid. Never. Yeah, he, he won a belt with Mike McCarthy. If Aaron Rodgers had Andy Reid coaching him the whole damn time, man, stop. <laughs> Come on, man. If the home gun tree would have stayed right there at home with Andy Reid, hell, even Gruden, they they would have more belts. But they let Andy Reid get away to the Eagles and now the Chiefs. Man, I'm telling you, Andy Reid's a hell of a coach. And he got his flowers last year. And if he goes back to back, that's a rare thing. That's, that's shit that most coaches don't do. The Bills are going to go in there ready. The one thing that Josh Allen is, is a gunslinger. He doesn't give a fuck. The added dimension of him running, oof, it's going to be something for the Chiefs to deal with. 
Something they really didn't have to deal with with Baker. They just blitzed the shit out of Baker all damn day. If it was third, they were they were coming. They were coming. And Baker didn't have a bad game. It's just too much. And when you're down by two touchdowns, they kind of take the running game out. The two-headed monsters that we spoke of. So, Browns had a good season, bro. They're going to be all right. It depends on what they do with Odell Beckham if he comes back. If, I mean, they're going to be good. If they had Odell Beckham today, they would have won that game. I, I honestly believe that. If they had Landry and Beckham, if they had their whole complement. But they just had a rough season with the COVID injuries. They had a rough season. And they still got there. They almost got to the AFC Championship game. They lost by five points. So, shout out to them. Um... But on the other side, it's, it's so delicious. <laughs> if there's anybody that can go in the Lambo and catch a dub, it is Tom Brady. Oh, man. Bruce Arians is chomping at the bit right now. He wants to prove a point. <laughs> it's going to be ugly next week i cannot wait for that game i don't know which one is first which one is second i don't care i'm being in front of the tv the whole damn time i cannot wait for championship sunday as far as predictions if mahomes uh, see it's contingent on if mahomes is playing if mahomes has to sit out on uh concussion protocol which like i like i just told you there's no fucking way but if there's even a microscopic chance that he doesn't play, I got the Bills. But if Mahomes is on that field suited up, the Chiefs are winning by two touchdowns. Light. Um, as far as the NFC Championship game, oh my gosh. Yo, on everything, man. That Fournette, that Fournette performance has me thinking they could do it. They can do it. It's not like Aaron Rodgers hasn't lost an NFC Championship game before. He's done it many times. So, but he's never had one in Lambeau. And that's why I'm kind of conflicted about it. We got the this season's MVP versus the GOAT. The MVP has one of the best receivers in the game. The GOAT has the GOATness. I guess. Mike Evans is a damn good receiver too. He's top 10 for sure. The MVP has a really solid running game with Aaron Jones. The GOAT has Fournette looking motivated as shit. The MVP has a somewhat new coach that he wasn't getting along with. The GOAT has a certified coach that he wasn't getting along with until they started getting along. It's a weird dichotomy in this game, and I just, I gotta go with Brady. I know, I gotta go with Brady. Brady just slayed a Hall of Famer with Breeze. So, I gotta go with it. He's gonna slay another... Yeah, the Bucks are going to the Super Bowl. I can't believe I'm saying this. It's going to be Bucks and Chiefs. 
and we're gonna see the greatest now versus the greatest of all time. Chiefs, Bucks, in Tampa. That's why I'm going with the Bucks. It's in Tampa. Brady could go anywhere in the world to win. Aaron Rodgers has a way of, I don't know, it's um, it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing with Aaron. But, yeah, I got the Bucks. Last topic of the day before we get out. Um, fucking Hawks, man. The Atlanta Hawks lost again last night, blowing another double-digit second-half lead. This time in Portland against the Blazers. CJ McCollum got hurt, and they still lost. Because when CJ McCollum got hurt, it was Dame time. We already talked about, you already know how I feel about Damian Lillard. He's top five point guard in the, in the league easy easy and that's that's low balling it to be honest man here's the problem with the Hawks man they can't play defense in the second half I don't know why they always win the first half and lose the second half and I don't know why there's been the drama with, between Collins and Trey Young with the after the article came out. F- fuck all that shit. Fuck all that shit. This is basketball, okay? You need to be able to get out there on the court and perform. Trey Young had a bomb-ass game. He, he did his thing. 26, 11, 7. That's, that's what we expect out of Trey Young. That's, what, that's the all-star Trey Young. Capella, shit. T- 25 and 15. That's, that's exactly what we want out of Capella. That's everything that you need. You shouldn't. You should not lose that game if this man is having 25 points and 15 rebounds. Clint Capella, come on, man. And then you had the lead, and then they lost McCullum. That's that's the problem for me for this for this loss, because there have been many losses. The Lamelo ball shit. Okay, look, Buddy came out, Buddy snapped that triple double. Yo, I, when you watch those highlights, he took. Over the fucking game. LaMelo Ball is a thing. I've been saying that shit. So I'm not going to say it no more. Until he does some other shit. But anyway. He might make the all-star team. On the low. On the low low. He definitely. Are they going to have a rookie in all-star show? I don't know if they're going to have all that this year. I'm not sure. But if if they were. LaMelo would show out on all-star weekend. If they had it. I'm not sure if they're having it. Anyway. Getting back to the Hawks man. Um. Now it's five and seven. Now it's a problem. Now you don't look as good as you did when you came out off rip, just crushing people. Because there's drama in the locker room. And you're not playing defense in the second half. It's a problem. We're going to see how they come out. Um, but these losses are bad. I told you about the Cavs and Knicks. I already, already had a feeling about those. But that's fine. Um, now they're ninth in the Eastern Conference, though. Now they're out of the playoffs. 
Now there's it's an issue. If they lose to the Timberwolves on Monday, now now we're really talking about problems. Like super duper problems, like someone needs to get traded problems. Uh but they should beat the Timberwolves. The Hawks have a way of showing out against pe- certain teams. I think they're going to show out against the Timberwolves, like they did against the Sixers. So, although that Sixers game without Ben Simmons. Anyway, that's it, man. Um, thank you for listening. Please get at the show. The Tangent Podcast on Facebook. The Real Tangent on Twitter. And if you like looking at pics, The Real Tangent on Instagram and that's going to be all until next time. Please, 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 all week, all day, all the rest of your life, try to impress yourself. R.I.P. M.F. Doom. It's just an afterthought, but we have to talk about the national championship game, which really wasn't a game. Alabama blew the doors off Ohio State. We already knew that was going to happen. Mac Jones, 464 yards. I mean, five touchdowns. It was light. It was a light night. The Heisman Trophy winner didn't even play the second half. That's how light it was. So let's not even trip about... How it was going to be. We already knew what it was going to be. The only thing that was intriguing about that night. Is how Justin Fields would perform for Ohio State. And he didn't. 17 for 33. 194. One touchdown. Nah. And so now. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be the number one pick in the NFL draft. Even with the Urban Meyer ties to Ohio State. Even with all that shit. Justin Fields needed another transcendent performance because that's what you need to do to beat the Crimson Tide. He didn't have it. So he might go two to the Jets. The Jets might not even do that. The Jets might go ahead and get um, the Heisman Trophy winner. And we have to talk about this guy because I never even gave him his props for winning the Heisman Trophy. This kid, Devonta Smith, is special. National championship night. 12 catches, 215 yards. 215. Three touchdowns. 17 a clip. Come on, man. If I was the Jets, I would get this guy. Go ahead and just keep Darnold. And let Justin Fields go. That's what I would do. Because the Jets... They don't just need a quarterback. They need every fucking thing. They're horrible. They're trash. Two wins out of 16. That's not good, man. It's not good. That's what I would do if I was that. But, sh- yo, you got to give Alabama their props. Saban just passed Bear. Oh, actually, I think he tied Bear Bryant. For the most in Alabama history. But, as far as national championships... Same as the GOAT now. Because he has one at LSU. Let's not trip, people. This guy knows how to coach college kids.
He go to the pros, we already saw what happened. But Saban is the Belichick of college, period, point blank. And that's it. That's all I wanted to say. That's the afterthought, yeah. Okay.